Welcome to What's on Your Face, a podcast about beauty, pop culture, and all fun things on the internet. I'm Shade. And I'm MJ. Welcome. Hi, Shade. It's so nice to see your face I know. across the desk. I wish I could say that about you because you were just a few minutes ago complaining to me, but it's also good to I see you. I will always complain about you, 100%, <laughs> every day, all day. I'll complain about you. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, guys, we're going to have a fun little episode today about a very infamous, prolific person within Hollywood, within beauty. Her name is Gwyneth Paltrow, and she has a brand called Goop. What do we think about Goop, MJ? I really thought the name was a joke in the very beginning, <laughs> but then but then it started to grow on me. And then she had, you know, decent branding. I was impressed, you know, of the investment that she put behind Goop with her content, with her e-commerce site. I thought the name was really funny, but then Kourtney Kardashian came out with Poosh and I was like, all right, just yeah. stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Goop is actually something that it's like a, it's a beauty term that people use a lot. And um, anytime I'm meeting with brands or like I'm having like a, a high level strategy discussion and someone, we're talking just purely about brand imaging and DNA, somebody's always like, well, have you tried the Goop? And I'm always like, oh, I haven't tried it. I haven't oh. played with it yet. So it's actually a term that people use. So it's like <clears throat> how fragrance people um, call the fragrance the juice. The juice, exactly. And then it's the goop. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. So it's actually, I, th- I mean, it's quite clever. But I kind of wanted to kind of scratch the surface a bit on Gwyneth Paltrow because when you look at her, realistically, you would kind of see just like this like beautiful blonde, you know, white Hollywood actress who's like thin. She has all these hot husbands. She's got like these kids named Apple and all kinds of stuff like that. <laughs> uh, but I think there is a certain level of pedigree to her that I think maybe most people don't know. Of course, yeah. Uh, she's 49. She's, you know, born and bred in Los Angeles, California. Like, so that already, she's from LA. But- I thought she was half British. Like her mom, like one of her parents is British and her mom is Blythe Danner. Yeah, her mom is Blythe Danner. But Mm. I mean, half British, what is that? What do you mean, half British? I just always thought she was half British. I don't know if this is true or not. No, she she just gave me vibes. She might be half British, but she's basically like, she's from Los Angeles. She went to the University of California in Santa Barbara. Like she is Mm. like that, like California girl. And so what I think has been interesting about her is that, you know, she's basically been in huge films. She's won all of these awards. And then through all of that, like with Hollywood, she decided she kind of wanted more. And in 2008, uh, she created a life, what started out as a lifestyle brand. Was she one of the first? Did she come before or after Jessica Alba is my question. I think she came before Jessica Alba. Hmm. Yeah. And she... You know, I I wasn't I haven't really been so in, like super interested in Goop to be honest with you, like as a brand. Um, I actually had my girlfriend Alana was like, I would like you know, do you you want to do you talk about Goop? What do you think about Goop? And I was like, I don't know. Like, and at first, like I was really not so interested in it. But then when I did a bit of a deep dive, she created the brand in 2008, and in 2019, it generated 255 million USD full year, which is huge. Like from the cosmetics, or from, from the cosmetics, just the cosmetics, just the cosmetics, mm. which is huge. So I mean, she's and through that lifestyle and that branding that she's created from Goop, she's now then created 
created this like skincare brand. And what the lifestyle brand was is really, you know, Gwen, she's blonde, she's wealthy, she's thin, she's famous. And she's found a way to monetize that image and that dream and pretty much sell it at like a crazy high price point. It's a, it un- is a crazy high price point. Like <laughs> I was punchy. looking at it. So I heard this one mask was amazing. And I looked at it, it was like $150 for like a little jar it, of product. She of gives food. me, her branding gives me Aaron Lauder vibes. I don't know if you know who Erin mm, Lauder yeah. is. So Erin is a brand that you could also find. It's a fragrance brand. And she is like, I don't know, one of the umpteenth grandchildren of es- the Estee Lauder family. She has a, a fragrance brand, but then she she also has a lifestyle brand and that brand she's selling like $900 tissue boxes on her website. It's literally like the stuff she's selling is like, Hey, you and all of my other rich friends, you have a yacht. I have a yacht. Let's put fancy things in our yacht. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's the vibes I get from Gwyneth Paltrow pretty much. But you know, through her creating this brand and this lifestyle image and this pretty, like a newsletter also, you know, which is a part of Goop, she has had quite a few controversies that she's been known for that have gotten her into quite a bit of trouble. So I'm going to go through her controversies. Oh God, here we go. Because I find it to be interesting, (laughs) some of the things that she said. So When you say interesting, what do you actually mean? (laughs) Um, Some of it is hot trash that she said, but it's just like, like, are you kidding me? Like in 2018, uh, she was in an interview in a Wall Street Journal. Basically, some like she went to a, a yoga studio and in LA, and the person who was at the counter was like, "Oh, have you ever done yoga? Like, is this your first time?" <laughs> and her response, her response, pretty much was like, "You wouldn't. The only reason you have a job is because I started doing yoga." I kind of like that. <laughs> I kind of love that. She is like a bit like a punt unapologetic. Yeah. And like, and then she kind of was like, I mean, it's kind of like Gwyneth, uh, Gwen and what is her name? Uh, not Gretchen Wieners, who's from Mean Girls. Uh, Regina. Regina, Regina George. George. She's like, I like invented her, you know? <laughs> and she's like, I like invented yoga. Like you only work in this cool studio because of me. But she actually said that to somebody who worked there and then like repeated it again for the Wall Street Journal and was like, yeah, you know, uh, she said, forgive me if, or this is what she said to the person, forgive me if this comes out wrong. But when I went to yoga um, or when I went to a yoga class in LA recently, a 22 year old behind the counter was like, have you done yoga before? And I turned to her and said, you have a job because I've done yoga before. She said, when I started doing yoga, people were like, what's yoga? She's a witch. She's a freak. And now look at you. So she's pretty much like, like digging her heels and that she's been the person that's created this. But in actuality, it was created by Northern people in Northern well, India. Of course, she's <laughs> not saying she created yoga, but, but like I mean, she's basically one of the first celebrities to endorse, to really run with wellness and a lifestyle brand. I mean, it gives me Mahjong vibes. It gives me the Breakfast Cure vibes. I think Gwyneth is above that. Do you I think? I think Gwyneth is a little bit untouchable because of how candid and like, you know, don't give a fuck. So were those Mahjong ladies. <laughs> I think those Mahjong ladies were just stupid. But I think Gwyneth <laughs> knows what she's doing. What I Okay, so one of the other like small controversies that I saw with her was that she got into a ski accident with somebody. She hit somebody, like she ran into somebody skiing. And then apparently the guy says she got up, like dusted herself off, looked at him and said, you're fine. And then skied off. Like, didn't <laughs> also love that. I, so when I read that, I was like, that's some boss shit. And she was pretty much like, yeah, you're fine. I'm fine. You're fine. But he's suing her now for like, 
you know, X, X million dollars. Of course. I mean, if you ran into a celebrity, <laughs> you're going to be like, I'm going to call my lawyer and we're going to milk the shit out of this. I feel like by the end of this episode, we're going to be Gwyneth Paltrow stands. <laughs> and that's, and that's also what I'm going to get to now. Like, so past her controversy is like of the things that she said, which have been kind of dumb. Um, the, the controversies of Goop and some of the things that she's come out with, which are more like, um, Eastern or like not like your traditional Western medicines. Yeah. That is actually where I was like, oh, like low key, I stand for Gwen, which is like a really weird thing for me. Cause it's like, she's just, I wouldn't have looked at her and been like, that's my kind of gal. Um, but I'm just going to go over some of the different treatments and things that she's actually like spoken to and said, this is what you should use, or this is maybe something you should try in alternatives. So one thing she was telling people in her newsletter um, in 2016 was to do bee venom treatment. Do you know anything about that? I've heard of it. So basically she was telling people that you can like go to these like bee farms or bee doctors, you can take like bees, like they have bees just like chilling and then the bee stings you. Obviously, when the bee stings you, it dies. But it can cure, like, your ailments. It can, like, apparently, like, she's saying, like, it can um, cure, like, pain in your arm, pain in your back. So she was going and getting, like, stung by bees. Okay, okay. <laughs> we have to clarify this. Like, is this in a clinical setting? Like, is this a doctor with a glove holding a bee and, like, applying the stinger to your face? Or are you in, like, a room with hay and two-by-fours and it- you're waiting for the bee to come get you? <laughs> no, the situation, it's, okay, now, do I know if it's somebody wearing gloves? But at the end of the day, if somebody's taking gloves and then putting, like, dog poo on your face, just because they're wearing gloves doesn't make it not dog poo. But, like, if it was in a clinical setting... <laughs> For and, dog shit? <laughs> with bees. Okay. Then I'd be like, okay, like, I could try, like, people get acupuncture in their faces, people True. get, you know, the vampire facial, whatever. And I feel like if they were just like taking a bee stinger and like dotting it all over your face, I could totally do that. So that's, yeah, I mean, and that's exactly, that's the one thing. And so um, when, yeah. when you look at the history of it, like bee venom treatment is, you know, it's a link back to Asia, Greece and Russia. And in those like, and this is obviously back in the day, a lot of those cultures were saying that it could help to heal things like arthritis. Um, So it's kind of interesting that these are things like alternative medicines that she's talking about. The other one that I find really interesting is vaginal steaming, which is, which is linked back to um, not ancient, but like hundreds of years ago, Africa, Indonesian, and South American, uh, <laughs> like, traditions and, and things that people w- were doing. So basically, what you do is you take, <laughs> so vag- this is her thing, vaginal steaming. You take, like, like a pot of, like, like you, like, you boil a pot of water in that. You put, like, um, mugwort, rosemary, um, wormwood, basil. You squat over it. <laughs> you have, like, a little, like, almost like a kid, like, potty, like a kid potty training thing you put that like on like a like a large stool that has a hole in it so like it can get to your vag and then you wear like a full-on apron like if you're going to the hairdresser so like it covers your whole body so the sit on it and you sit on it and you just steam your vag and it's apparently supposed to like here the claims here are sketch because apparently it's supposed to cure vaginal issues and it's supposed to help with fertility which the fertility part is like, dude, that's like selling that is not. Can I just quickly interject and correct you? Because I spent 36 of my night last night watching that goop episode about <laughs> vaginas. And actually, it's called the vulva. 
and the vagina okay. is actually yeah. just the canal. Exactly. But you're steaming both the vulva. You're steaming. And- you're steaming like all of. You're steaming your be, the beginning of your canal. But yes, you're, you're correct. Which is your, it is, which is your vulva. And yes. that was one of the biggest takeaways that Goop and this lady had. But anyway, I, go on. I use I the term it. vulva all the time. Like with with my daughter, it's a vulva. I haven't even. Oh no, we use all the words. Like she, like oh, that's it's, good. It's that's a vulva. Good. Yeah, I'm very like descriptive with like what because it it is different. Um, but basically, yeah, you're steaming your birthing canal and your vulva. Um, so this is, I mean, people are like in a like an uproar about it because it's basically putting like a bunch of heat near your vagina. Um, so that's one thing that she started talking about in 2015. Um, another one in 2017. It's healing NASA stickers. NASA so, stickers. NASA is it NASA or NASA? Like the like, people who go into space? Like the space people. Nassau is the Bahamas island. What is Nassau? NASA? NASA is the place in Florida where they launch rockets yeah, yeah, yeah. in the sky. Both in Sometimes like close not. to Florida. Right, right. Basically, she was saying that if you, <laughs> if you put these stickers on, on like these, like from space, NASA, 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 NASA stickers on, <laughs> that it would give you... They were pre-programmed to give you good body vibes and to set your body at the ideal frequency. um, And it would also target imbalances in your body. Okay, where are these stickers coming from? Because in my mind, it's like taking a sticker that was on a spaceship that went to space and then taking that and sticking it on your body. That's low-key what she's saying. And then like, but an astronaut... Like, I can't remember which astronaut, but he was like, bullshit. And nope, that's not true. Frequencies. I mean, I would I buy it? Like, would I like if I got it for free? Would I use it? Yes. They have like Gen Z brands now that have those vibration stickers. Yeah. I, I mean, I would use it. I'd give it a go. This, but stuff like this, just like giving you a bit of history, goes back to like a lot of things in Asian cultures where it's like you're putting like the fucking you're putting that like tape thing or like the little pads on your feet, and it's pulling out all of the negative energy and like detoxing. Oh, you your love feet. that shit. I do love that shit, right? So it's like you'll just she, eat that shit up. <laughs> she's pulling these things from other. She's pulling it from other things and then making it like she's like make it Hollywood. It's pretty much what she's doing with all of these ancient. Um, things. Um, the next one was uh, psychic vampire repellent, which she was selling for twenty-seven U.S. dollars. Are with- the vampires <laughs> psychic? No, vamp. Uh, so basically, it's um, energy vampires, which I fucking love. I'm rolling that. my eyes Don't, in the back of my head because there's so what many the energy vampires. People who suck the energy out of you, and they're just like constantly like. I'm not going to name the brands, but there's oh. a lot of brands who are legit energy vampires. And like, you could be falling asleep while talking to them and they're just still like sucking everything out of you and you're just like, oh my okay. God, I'll give you whatever you want. I would be more <laughs> interested if it was real vampire repellent. Girl. That, I would be there for I yeah. mean, I would also be interested in that. But I do like the fact that she's basically selling like stuff that banishes energy vampires that like, you know, come into your space. and like. Am I an energy vampire? Yes! Oh my god! Oh my god! There's actually quite a few people that I work with that are energy vampires. I don't think they know it. I should potentially buy this. Um, she's selling it for $27, but low key shit like this is coming from Native Americans, or I don't even want to call them Native Americans, the real Americans <laughs> and Africans. They sell repellent to like keep the haters and the energy vampires off of you. So she, again, she's pulling from history. Um, then I love this one, a 15 or actually it costs $15,000, but a 24 karat gold vibrator. 
I don't even need to get any more into that. That should That's be on your holiday It should gift be on my holiday gift. It should be something that I should, somebody should buy for me. Love it. Um, but yeah, I don't even need to say more. She's selling 24 karat vibrators. <laughs> um, uh, she's selling, ah, the viral vagina candle. Okay. The, the candle is not viral. No, it went viral. It went viral. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the vagina candle. Vagina right? candle that smells okay. like a vagina. Uh, it's $75. It's sold out the day of launch. There's something to this because I don't know if you know of the artist Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. She basically made Badu or Badu Pussy incense. So she started selling it a month later. And I mean, some, some could say she copied, but realistically, the timeline that it would take to do packaging and create, it yeah, seems like no. the launch dates were just <laughs> off. But apparently a lot of these like, you know, alternative, you know, celebrities just want people to smell their vaginas, which, yes, I, 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 I don't want to smell it, but I think it's awesome. I want to smell it. <laughs> I want to smell the candle. I would smell the incense and the candle because I love Erica Badu. And then my favorite one is the Yoni egg. She started talking about this in 2017, yes. and she's still selling it on her website. It's $55 for the rose yoni and $65 for the jade yoni. They're pretty. This is coming from ancient China. And basically, yoni eggs are placed in your vagina to balance your hormones and tighten. Ooh. Tighten that stuff. Snap back. Um, <laughs> but pretty much she got sued for 145000 USD for unsustained marketing claims. <laughs> um, I mean, and so the reason why this is actually kind of a big deal that she got sued is she got sued in the U.S. Now, working in Asia in the beauty industry, like claims are very, very tight. Like you cannot say a lot of things. Like you can't say anti-aging. You can't say like, you know, heals your redness. You can't say any of that on packaging in Asia. In, in Asia. But in the U.S., you can say all of that with no repercussions. So the fact that she got sued for 145,000 US dollars for this is kind of a big deal. Um, But the thing is, is that the Yoni egg conversation, I've seen so many ex hip hop video models selling Yoni eggs on their Instagram. (laughs) That's why I'm a bit like- So Gwyneth has taken the heat, not just for the ancient Chinese People, like Chinese people are like, should we come out with the yoni egg? Oh no, Gwen is dealing with Gwen's a lawsuit. Gwen's doing it. She's we'll on it. We'll lay low until it guys down and we'll sell <laughs> it on the side on, the, on our Instagram shops. But it's, it's interesting. So these are kind of some of the things that she's done. And I mean, really goop embodies, you know, the extremes of wellness culture and pseudoscience. And it's something that we see really permeating into like mainstream medicine. So, I mean... You know, if you don't want to do vagiplasty, you can get a yoni egg. If, you know, if you feel strongly enough, you know, and don't believe in IVF doctors, you can do vaginal steaming. Oh, no. If you, you know, don't want to take antidepressants, you can have a NASA sticker. If you don't want to do painkillers, you can have bees sting you. We're not endorsing any no. of these things, no. by the way. This is what Disclaimer. Gwen is. This is Gwen's thing. I'm, Correct. But I'm just... I think it's interesting. And I, um, MJ, you mentioned you saw like a, a meme that said Gwyneth Paltrow is like the Joe Rogan of beauty, <laughs> yes. which I think is fucking spot on. She is. She 100% is. And I, you know, I, again, after looking at all these things that she said, I kind of align with it. I, I'm, and I'll openly say this, I had my placenta encapsulated and I, you know, I ate my placenta for, you know, however, however long it lasted. And it really helped me with my postpartum depression. And somebody could be like, that is completely unfounded. There's no medical thing behind that. But I'll tell you how I felt after I had my daughter and the, 
the 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 act the depression that I had while I was pregnant because I did have a bit of depression. Mm. I was really worried about it, and my doctor was also really worried about it. And I did my I ate my placenta, and I felt so awesome after ha- like after I got my pills Good back. Good for you. Yeah. So like as much as this shit sounds fucking mental. If it works. If it works for you. Then yeah. Then do it. So I guess at the end of this deep dive, I, don't, I never thought I would say this, but go Gwen. Go Gwen. Do you know what her <laughs> team calls her? What do they call her? They call her GP. That stands for guinea pig because she's willing to try anything. I love it. And yeah. her show is sick. Like she has people doing ayahuasca trips. I want to work for Gwen. Gwen, send me to the Mojave Desert and to do ayahuasca. <laughs> like she's doing ayahuasca things. She's showing people's vaginas and that there's different kinds of vaginas. They don't all look the same. I was not prepared for that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty, it's pretty full. Like it's pretty full on. But I mean, she's... I think she's just, she's doing something great. And I, I didn't think that before I looked into this. So Aww. yeah, I'm, that's my... Feel warm and fuzzy inside from this episode. I know. I, I enjoy Gwen. How about that? There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of What's On Your Face. If you're liking what you're hearing, please follow and like us on Instagram at What's On Your Face underscore. Also, find us on TikTok and Twitter, also at What's On Your Face underscore. We are available on Spotify. Apple and all places where all major podcasts are shown. This episode is produced by Splice Studios. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.